0: You're now listening to SJN Fun, where artists, directors, founders, and investors talk about their latest projects and share a little fun story from their lives. Let's go. Every 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 Right, in episode 6, we talked to Yifu from Digital Domain at Sundance Film Festival about their new VR film called Microgiants. Digital Domain is one of the leading visual effects studios in Hollywood where they've worked on massive projects such as Spider-Man Homecoming, Fast and Furious, Ready Player One, and Avengers Infinity War. In this episode, you'll be hearing from one of the most talented individuals in the space and how micro giants came to be.
1: Hi, uh, this is Ifu. So, I'm currently a creative director and a visual effects supervisor at Digital Domain. And also, we, I mean, mostly I've oversees all the visual effects production in China and VR content creation in greater China area, so that's my background. Awesome, awesome.
0: So we just uh, checked out one of your uh, really good, pro- uh, great projects. You g- even got a little, uh, uh, you know, a little yeah, <sighs> ladybug. I'm sorry that I, I just kind of spaced it uh, with Microgiants, And so, uh, could you give a quick uh, overview of Microgiants, what it's about, and uh, its element in VR?
1: Sure. I mean, it's a full CG-rendered animated VR short, and which allows the audience to become a tiny little insects and enter the insect life in a jungle. So in the VR world, um, a tiny little flowers will become mighty trees, and all those tiny little insects, cute insects, will become furious beasts in the short. So, yeah. How did you come up with the idea
0: and concept? Uh, how did you get it from inception to uh what it is today
1: because originally it's like i started thinking so since vr is totally different from a 2d screen so what type of story is better to i mean it's better for VR, for for this medium, so I started thinking. So, so the the strength of VR is which will allow the audience to enter an environment which you will not be able to to go in the real life. So I started thinking. Okay, so there are a lot of like VR content that like allows you to go to the space, the 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 ocean, and maybe travel around the world. But there is no VR content which allows you to be shrinked and become a tiny insect. So that's how I started the concept. And also, since we are digital domain, we have the capability of doing. Like photoreal, um, photoreal animated shorts. So that's why we started this, started pitching this idea to the company. Mm, interesting. So.
0: And uh, what what uh, platform did you use to uh, create the content? Do you guys have like an in-house? Uh, uh, software or do you guys kind of use uh, other types like
1: Unity or, or um, like I mean, for this short st- uh, it's kind of like I mean, because we're still using the, using the traditional um, uh, visual effects softwares like Maya, Houdini, and Nuke stuff. So, because it's not interactive and it's a full CG rendered stuff. And for the rendering, we used Arnold. Oh. And some some shots are rendered in V-Ray as well. So
0: mm, interesting.
1: And so uh, when we when we see the whole. Uh,
0: Uh, story you know we see uh, the basically the carnivorous sides of insects you know that um, we we tend to miss in the real world where uh, little insects eat other insects and you know uh, so on and so forth. And how did you uh, pick out the individual insects that you want to feature?
1: Oh, so yeah, so so that's about the story-wise. Right? So it's like because at the beginning that's the why we pick the outfit. It's because um, at the beginning we don't want the people feel too tense, so we choose. A cute one. So Alfred is some, it's kind of like a harmful. So it's like because it's eating leaves. So we kind of like make, making people relax at the very beginning. So after that, we choose uh, the the second character is a ladybug. The reason we choose a ladybug is because it's kind of like worldwide. Uh, everybody knows a ladybug and it's everywhere. It's not like. So it's not like it's only in China, or it's not in South, uh, North America, so it's worldwide. That's why we choose this bug so people know this. And also it's like we did some research when we searched the images. A cute ladybug in the VR world, when, when you enlarge it, it will be kind of like scary. So that's why we choose this character and after this, um, I, I think the third thing is about the romantic part. So two ladybugs fall in love with each, with each other. So that's also want to make people laugh, so some, some funny point. So after that, it's a scary one. So the spider comes out, so and we made those extremely close up shots to make people look at the spiders, all those eyes and furs on the spiders, so kind of trying to scare people. Um, that's like the basic idea and so after that it's kind of like so so what's the next thing on the spider so we realize there is kind of like special wasp they will lay eggs inside of a spider and the eggs will hatch inside of a spider and eat the whole spider so become a baby wasp so we feel this story, it's kind of like unique and interesting in the, in the insect world. So that's why we choose this, the, the fourth character um, as a wasp. So in the end why we choose, so the bird is called Bee Eater. So it's, I mean, that bird always eat all kinds of wasps and bees. So it's kind of like a hint. So if we have a chance to do a sequel, we will do another life between birds like eagles Uh, eating small birds so so that's that's
0: yeah that's a great uh, follow up idea I'd love to see that Um, working on this project uh, what sort of troubles or problems have you uh, you know faced what was challenging about uh, working on this project,
1: uh, I think the most challenging part is about the production because the concept and the story is kind of simple. So we don't, we, we didn't spend a long time to do the story and the concept stuff because it's all photoreal and we we can just find some reference image from the internet and do some research. So, but for the actual visual effects production, it's kind of oh it's huge. So it's like um, originally I told them, I I told them my team please uh, maybe make a 3D asset of, of a ladybug and it's oh simple and easy. But after we dig into the details, we realized, oh, no, actually all those insects in this movie, I mean, the workload, is like a giant beast. (laughs) So, yeah, and and since the resolution is 4K, and I mean a tiny little insect, uh, a ladybug, normally you can only use maybe one or maybe like 8K map. So you can fit in all the texture and show all the details in in a normal film. But in this VR, we used 50 8K texture map to show all the details of this little ladybug and as well as the other insects so that's like the craziest part and also it's like at the very beginning you can see this green leaf so I told my team okay make me uh, can you model a leaf for me and I was simple and easy but actually when it goes inside it's kind of like it's a whole environment it's a, a tiny leaf it's like a street you have to model all those veins and forest on the leaf so it's huge amount of work and when it comes to rendering and normally like um, even though like those Hollywood blockbusters they render at maybe 3K and 3.5K so for IMAX I'm maybe 5K right now so but in this VR experience and also when you do when uh, when, when you do movies you don't have to render everything because always like you, you only need to render like 3D elements and compose it with the, um, the, the, the actor and actress but in VR you have to render everything at once mm. so which requires we have to use all those high-end, actually the highest-end workstations, like um, HP Z8460, so afford eight, um, 840, the, the type of a workstation. Mm-hmm. And at least um, all those workstations uh, are required 128 gigabytes RAMs. Otherwise, you cannot open the project file. Wow. So that's like the basic idea. And when it comes to render, yeah. Actually, we used like up to 1,200 workstations, render nodes, and kept render for two months to wow. finish the whole short. Wow, yes.
0: that's insane!
1: Yeah, it's crazy. We don't know we have to spend that much time render until we awesome. we started it. Yeah, so. One of the
0: challenges you face working on this project. Yes,
1: and each frame takes like up to 48 hours to render. If everything wow. goes well, if something goes wrong, like some some plans missing our texture map. We we'll have to do it again from scratch. So, yeah, that's why it takes. Because originally we think we can finish the whole show around four months. So, and we think it's plenty because we leave like we left like one month for rendering. No, it's not plenty at all. So that's why it's been delayed. And we, we the whole production time is five months for this project. Mm-hmm. So. And so, um, have you worked on a, a VR projects uh, prior to uh, working on this one? Yeah, sure. Uh, I first started working on a VR project, uh, it's called uh, The Monkey King, and it's an interactive piece. So my role is kind of like um, as creative director, I, I did some like, concept designs for that project, but I didn't finish that one. So it's like halfway through, I was sent back to China and found up a VR team in Beijing. So I my first project in, in China is, uh, I don't know if you know TF Boys, it's a boy band, kind of like extremely popular in China. Yeah. So we shoot this VR music video for them. And also it's kind of like a music video for um, Chinese TV series called, what's that called? Uh, I don't know how to translate it. We'll come back to it. Yeah, 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 I, I will text you the, the, yeah. the name. And also the second project I worked on, is called uh, Black tail So it's a story, uh, it's like t- uh, two, three minutes short starring like Xiaoming Huang and si Chen Ma, which are the both like most prestigious actor and actress in China right now. So that's like my second project. And my third one is Micro Giants. And after that, I also did some like VR promotional videos like Belt and Road for the Chinese government. And also like the fifth project I worked on is uh, for another feature. So it's kind of like a VR side story of a Chinese feature.
0: Awesome. So you got you already have other VR projects in the pipeline, pipeline that you're working on. Yes, that's right. Mm.
1: So we already figured out how to do the production.
0: Oh, yes. that's impressive. That's impressive. You got a lot on your plate, right? Um, and when it comes to VR, you know, a lot of artists, developers find challenges of uh, viewer focus, um, you know, where they want to retain uh, the human uh, focus uh, towards, you know, a certain point and stuff. Um, what, what's your take on, you know, uh, 360 and how, um, you know, the ability of people freely looking around yet you want to tell a story and having them hone in on certain characters or objects. Um, how do you manage to do that with uh, microphones?
1: Uh, I think in VR, it's like we have to magnify its strengths, which is freedom to look around. So directing people into to look at a certain direction is kind of like totally different uh, with its strengths. So in this short, why the reason we choose a simple story, it's like we can give the people freedom to look around. So you don't have to stare at the insects because you know what they're going to do next. So, so which allows you to have plenty of time to look around to observe the, the jungle and all those environment stuff. So we don't want to force people to look one certain direction, but also to allow them the freedom to look around. So, and still, if you miss Let's see, like a couple of seconds of the story, you you will still understand it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like telling a complicated story. Yeah. If you miss one shot, you don't understand it. But in this in giants, yes. it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So and uh, you know, kind of coming through
0: close. Uh, what's your take on VR for the future? So in the, three, in the next three to five years, where do you see VR uh, within the consumer market?
1: Uh, I think we, uh, it will become. I still feel it's the future. I mean, I believe it's the future, and people, more and more people will start accept VR. It's like right now, like just like I mentioned, it's like all the, all of those big markets and the shopping malls they have those VR experience space, which allows people to get into know more and more about uh, VR. And also on the hardware, uh, on the hardware wise, so when time flies, so. It's just like television it's when it becomes smaller and smaller, and even maybe in the future, you don't have to wear a goggle in front of your face. So, maybe at that point, VR can be extremely popular. So, and another reason I believe VR is the future, it's like just look at the traditional movie history. It's like from a tiny, uh, tiny screen to movie theater to IMAX, people are kind of like want to see story in a big screen. And in VR, it's the ultimate big screen. So, I think it's like you know, the biggest IMAX ever, actually. Mm. So. And so, for people that are interested
0: in uh, checking out MicroGiants, when can they uh, see it and uh, uh, what platforms can they uh, view the experience?
1: Yeah, so for MicroGiants, it's designed for all platforms. So, in the future, after Sundance, we'll start to distribute this short in all platforms. Okay, so. awesome, awesome. Okay.
0: Well, thank you so much for your time, and uh, I, uh, I'm really uh, looking forward to uh, seeing how uh, other people will take it. Uh, for me, I really enjoyed the experience, and uh, I look forward to checking out more of your projects in the near future. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Glad
1: to meet you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you.
0: Make sure to visit VRandFun.com to learn more about Yifu, Microgiant, and how Digital Domain is innovating the VR space. If you like this episode of our podcast, please make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast channel. SJM Fun, signing out.